studio for an entire week due to not our health concerns due to our producer jason none of our business just kidding oh okay we <laughs> no i'm have... just kidding thank god he's okay um thank we were hashtag pray for jason and it worked clearly because yeah. here we are we're back and so is jason yeah and so was all the feeling in jason's face <laughs> thank god um so let's get into it Let's get into it. No ambition it. autumn. <sighs> okay, I think this is our first cast since Daylight Savings Time, which I believe was Sunday the 3rd. Mm-hmm. I was in Remember, because I was at a party when it was changing. Mm-mm. Were you? No, I was asleep <laughs> in Tiffany's bed <laughs> um, after Emily's wedding. Uh, oh, yeah, I want to hear your New York takes, too. Oh, yeah. I actually had a really good time. I was not super looking forward to it, but I had a good time. It was also like an extremely beautiful autumn week. Like it Mm -hmm. kind of was like, oh, literally one week later, it's going to be like too fucking cold. But it was like sort of the perfect weather, which was nice. But, you know, those New York autumns. I mean, yeah, those like 10 cumulative days. (laughs) Just right. What dreams are made of. Um, But it was nice to be there. It was nice to see people. Um, it was nice to walk around, but I think that my, like, being there for, like, three days was enough. Yeah, I'm going to go for three days in May for book stuff, and I think that'll be the perfect amount. Yeah, yeah, because then you also just, like, get everything in, although I didn't really see everyone that I wanted to, which, whatever, I think I got half of the people I wanted to see in. So that's enough. I mean Yeah, pretty good, honestly. What um where were you staying? In Crown Heights with Tiffany. Cool. Yeah. Um I had a one night stand there once. Nice. So I've woken up and and gone to bed in Crown <laughs> Heights. But I just remember waking up. <laughs> like perfect. Um like any good Brooklyn memory. <laughs> yeah. It's my only memory of Brown Heights and like try to get home and like I don't understand the subway. I know they say that it's like you figure it out when you live there, but I don't think I would. It yeah. It confused. There's so many trains. It's just it's a madness. lot. Um but yeah, was happy to be back in LA. And then yeah, since then it's just been like SAD, seasonal affective disorder, blanket over my brain yeah you know now that I think about it it was the day after daylight savings that my like depressive anxious spiral set in yeah because the sun is setting at like 4 43 instead of like 5 43 but it's crazy that it happened that I think mine was related to other things um but I did have a mental break a uh, mild mental breakdown <laughs> would you like to discuss uh no, I mean, yeah, it Fair. wasn't really that. It, well, I was telling you in the car that like, I hate, I hate feeling gaslit by my brain. Like, I'll receive like a very innocuous piece of information, or even like a pleasant piece of information, and it just makes me so angry. Yeah. And I'm just like, why am I angry that like my mom texted me about a movie that I enjoy? You yeah. Know? Or like, why am I angry that like my friend wants to go to dinner with me? Yeah. It's just like I'm just like this idiot. They. Like, why are they bothering me? No, I'm deeply familiar with um, that. So I really hate that feeling, but I feel like I'm out of it. Thank That's God. Great. Um, because I know that once. Once you really get to the bottom, you're like a manic upswings on the way. That's true. That's yeah. true. I know. I was actually thinking. Manic episode. Yeah. Um, no, this is too long of a side story about nothing that matters. Um, all right. So now As opposed ambition. to everything else on this yeah. podcast, which really matters. No Ambition Autumn is my, well, let's start with the fact that I'm a very um, proactive person. Like I'm. I'm one, you know, if there's a problem or something isn't satisfactory, I will actively work towards changing the situation. But I think I'm going to take a break from that, basically. Um, And I'm just going to take whatever comes my way and not really try and just make the best of whatever wants to, like, 
show up in my life anyway. Actually, the reason I was thinking about this was I was like, I think sometimes I would like maybe everything would be the same if I didn't spend all this time making lists and like organizing my calendar with appointments that I don't keep. Maybe like maybe who cares? Yeah, I like that. I love it. I like that it's alliterative. Yeah, it sounds yeah. very catchy. Um, I do kind of feel like I, I, I'm looking for or I'm open to being in the income game, as yeah. we've said, but I haven't actually been uh, technically applying for any jobs. Mm-hmm. I think because I've never gotten a job that I've applied for. I've only gotten jobs from friends. I know. So I'm just so trying to annoying. put out feeler. I'm just like sort of like letting it be known that I'm uh-huh. looking and hoping that somebody will think of, you know, will hear of something and then tell me. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> Large snake. So, Funny ones out there. Yeah, so we're putting it out there right now. I, you know, I will not go to an office. I don't work in inconvenient times. Um, I'll do anything at this point. <laughs> I would love health insurance. I would love to work remotely. I would love to not have to really talk to anyone on the phone or over Skype. Um, so I'm pretty, um, I'm a bit of a princess about it. Um, so that's probably why I don't have a job. But I don't know why I don't have a job. Yeah, I don't really either. I've been trying. You get a lot of freelance work, though. That's amazing. <sighs> kind. <laughs> you, should, you should pat yourself on the back for that. Um, it's hard. It's very unsatisfying. Um, just another unsatisfying day at the office, my bed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or like going to the Wi-Fi cafe and getting day drunk because I love else how you call do. it the Wi-Fi cafe. Don't. <laughs> oh, because we're not supposed to name it. Why? Because it's like I don't want it to be. I want it to be. Um, I don't want the location to be known. Oh, because our fans could stalk us. That's true. There's that, but also like uh, even say that another say that an onlooker is also a patron of the same place. Uh, say so. <laughs> I don't want my. I don't know. I just need it to stay. I don't know. I, that's why I don't. I never. I always refer to it as the Wi-Fi cafe. Oh. Oh. Okay. I see. Yeah. Because I want it. I it, don't. I want but... it to remain like it's a con. Actually, me and Katie were texting about this today because she was like, "By the way, when you text, when you tweet about Wi-Fi cafe, do you mean blah blah blah?" And I was like, "Oh yes, totally." And she was like, "I thought. I assume so. I just wanted to make sure." I was literally about to say the name, yeah. and then I didn't. Um, it's our special secret. We don't want it to blow up. It is. It's done, blown up, and cooled off already. I mean. We don't need anyone else there using the tables during the day. True. Um, Yeah, I knew that I hadn't seen you in a while, so I knew that if I was going to see you, I had to show up at the (laughs) Wi-Fi cafe before 2 p.m., which I (laughs) tried really hard to do because I wanted to get a drink, too, but I was like... Nicola's not going to be able to get a drink at five. Like, it's going to have to be, like, now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, with this setting sun, it's been crazy. I'm like... I feel like when I go out of town and I'm busy, I usually bring that momentum with me. Like, literally after flying for 12 hours, I went on, like, a date, like, a long date. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's kind of, like, for all – for how inert I am most of the time, the idea of, like, having this very long travel day uh, and then doing something after is, like, kind of crazy. But I sort of, like – I'm – I'm like, once I have momentum, I'm good. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's like, I kind of want a job just to give me momentum because I feel like it'll, like, I just need, well, I need two. It can be energizing, yeah. What I realize is I have two main problems and I think that they can be solved by a job. And the main problem is having no stable income source or, like, consistency. Yeah. Um, and just, like, every cell of my being being worried about that. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, um, uh, oh, I need some where to be or I need something to do like, I don't really have anything to do and it's getting boring yeah there's just only so much leisure one woman can take I know I know that's like that's why I didn't have to read rest and relaxation right I'm intimate or yeah it's like sort of like the Mary Marie Antoinette struggle you yeah know? like yeah. what to do for pleasure when your whole life is leisure yeah you know tell me about it's it it's tough yeah I I just sort of like go on benders and then recover from benders um that's a lot of my life yeah um 
but I don't, that's definitely not sustainable. So, but I have been writing a lot. I wrote a lot in my depressive uh, spiral. That's good. Um, And I have this character in my new book that I'm working on who's like a real, a real bitch. She's a really angry, she's really angry and lonely. So it's kind of fun to get to play that character and mm-hmm. just, and she also is kind of a compulsive liar. Um, so it's very fun. It's nice. it's like getting in, I just get to sort of let out the darkest parts of me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been kind of in this SAD season, I've been kind of just like roll, like kind of like welcoming it and like just being like, I'm just fucking sad. I'm depressed. Oh, it's middle of the day. I'm crying. <laughs> And Aww. I never cry. Um, but I'm just sort of like, this is just. You've been crying? Yeah, I was crying yesterday. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, just living through it. Just going to sleep at 5.03 p.m., <laughs> waking up at 7 a.m. <laughs> I've had, Yeah, I'm just like having these. I'm like, this is just my hibernation. I'm just going to like, I'm having no ambition, which part of no ambition is also not expecting anything of myself, which is a form of self-care, being gentle. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. Um, That's my mantra when I meditate, gentle, to gentle. remind myself to be gentle with myself and others, which wow. I'm not good at. But, That's good. Um, I like that. I don't meditate enough. Um, That's good. Gentle. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of being lonely and sad, mm-hmm. should we talk about the art of losing friends and alienating people? Yes. Did you like it? This oh, so this was an article I found on uh, Long Reads. Um, I didn't like it at first. I actually had to read it twice. The first time I like skimmed it, mm-hmm. found chunks that I because it was it was like a it was like seventeen minute read like it was way many. too long. Yeah, so I was like I kind of I didn't like the the intro was just like not I was not it was not hooking me so I just kept scanning. oh the intro I didn't like I yeah skipped the intro so I just kept scanning until it got to something that like I could apply to my own life or you know mm-hmm. reminded me of me, <laughs> which is a couple of things that uh actually were really helpful. I'm going to read a little of this. I have a list in my head of all the friends I let down. It's not long, but it's longer than I'd like, and it's probably longer than I know. Most of those friends have forgiven me, but I never lose sight of my failures. It's like a stain on a busily patterned rug. Once you know where to look, your eye goes there all the time. I know where to look. And then this other part. The longer you know me, the greater the odds of me failing you. Nancy has come to understand that my worst predilection as a friend is, oh, irony of ironies, disappearing with no explanation when I'm unhappy. I, had this, I... <laughs> I literally sent that exact passage and then the link to my one of my friends who I'm doing the same shit with right now um, and was like, yeah, see, just disappearing. I know I'm being bad, but I'm in my little hole and I'll see you later. I do, yeah, that I wrote down that part as well. That that really resonated, especially since so basically like to sum up, which I'm trying to do, be better at. But this article is about this woman. She's in her 60s and sort of she's talking about this one friend that she that ghosted her and she didn't know why. Um, but she uses that as an example or sort of as an anecdote to explore why we lose friends in general and yeah. how hard it is to keep friends. I mean, you know, she's in her 60s, so she's been alive a lot longer than us. Um, but, yeah, like, why do friendships end? Why did this friendship end? How do any friendships survive a lifespan? Do any friendships last a life- lifetime? Do I have any real friends? <laughs> and how bad of a friend am I? Um, which I think are things that we often ask ourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, I do, for sure. Um, and we've talked about it on this podcast before. Um, but yeah, I like it. But I, I sort of feel like um, a lot of times the energy you're putting out is comes back to you. So like if, if her fault is like um, ghosting when she's upset, then that's exactly what the friend did to her, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but I, I do that too. Like I because I don't want to. Um, 
I don't want to let people know how upset I am, but I'm very obvious about it. I just am not yeah. explicit about it. You know what? I've thought about this before with friends <laughs> and versus romantic stuff. Because um, with romantic stuff, you sort of like you're mo- you're more likely to give a definitive end than you are with like a friend breakup or right. even a friend like when you need to. <laughs> I don't know, like have a hard conversation or something, just so much more, it's, you're just so much less likely to like treat it the way that you would a relationship, which is crazy because your friendships, I mean, okay, not for everyone, but for, for those of us single savages out there, (laughs) your, um, you know, your friendships are more valuable than the person you've been dating for like three months or something. True. Um, I think... Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead. I That just made me think, like, I've never had a friendship breakup, have you? I've never had an explicit break. I've definitely, like, grown apart from friends, mm-hmm. but I've never had, like, a... Like, that's, that's the weird thing, because with romantic partners, the expectation is after you've been dating a certain amount of time, probably, like, a month, mm-hmm. you have to have a conversation um, if you're going to stop being in each other's lives. But with friends, there's a... I don't, there's no expectation, I don't think. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Even if your friends were 10 years. Yeah. You're like, you know, I have a, well, yeah, she's not going to listen to this. I have a childhood friend who, like, still reaches out to me. I've known her since I was two, but I just sort of am like, that friendship has passed. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, no, I for sure have this. And it's like, and I've been this person too, where I've tried to reach out and like be friends, especially when I've been like new in a city and I know someone and I'm reaching out or like I'm visiting somewhere and I'm like, do you want to hang out? And then after a couple of times, it's like, okay, this person does not have the capacity or the interest or something yeah, to be your friend, like give it up. But then I have people who I'm like, can't you tell that I'm not interested? Right. Like, I don't know. I don't want like, I don't need like more. I don't know. Yeah, but, I definitely tend to be the ghoster than than the person who's being ghosted. Yeah. I don't think I ever have been ghosted or dumped by a friend. Um, what's that noise? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, aliens. Um which is shocking to me, frankly, that I haven't been go- maybe I have been ghosted and I just didn't didn't notice, mm. which is pretty sad, but <laughs> on to the next one um no there one my issue with this article though is i didn't there wasn't a satisfying conclusion there was a lot of like interesting insights and um stuff that was very relatable in there um but i didn't really get what the point was like the end at the end it was just sort of like yeah i'm a selfish bitch haha like i didn't really get it yeah it was I feel like the the title was kind of misleading because it was just sort of like a personal essay that was like had definitely had some universal themes, but also was like very much about this woman's experience, which is, you know, has its place and everything. But there was no like I wanted there to be like a takeaway. I wanted there to be like a resolution or like her learning something uh, powerful about herself or Mm -hmm. like how to be a better friend or whatever. But she didn't really. She was just like. She was like, fuck you all. Like, I'm selfish and, like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then um, I looked her up and I was like, damn, she doesn't – she looks like an, a nice old lady. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look like a selfish bitch. I was imagining, like, Carrie Bradshaw. Who knows what's lying beneath the Exactly. Oh, yeah, another, um, another line that I wrote down was uh, – uh, I forget what the context of this line was. Oh, I guess like fr- a friend wanting to have like a friend talk with her over coffee. And she said without, but in like sometimes she went to, um, she said her best, one of her best friends was, was her trainer, her personal trainer. And someone asked her to get coffee to discuss a friendship. And she said, but without the lubrication of alcohol or sweat, without the buffer of a computer screen and a DM box, I find it hard to share my troubles. That was a big mood. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I like, yeah, we have all these buffers um, that make it easier to be vulnerable. But then when we're forced to be, like, face-to-face with someone. Yeah. Um, oh, I definitely think I'm a better friend in the DMs than I am in real life. You're very digitally present. I've yeah, told you that. You're I'm, not physically present, but no, you're digitally No, I don't really present. show up, but, <laughs> like, the spirit is there. But that's Who enough. Who knows? Maybe once I get my new meds mm-hmm. or maybe once I get abilified. 
Do you want Maybe to I'll become able-bodied, <laughs> able to go do things. Um, no, I feel like if I had structure in my life, that would also change things. I just, whatever. It's... I was really impressed when I heard your chemical cocktail. Why? Because it's like, damn, girl. Oh. You, real, you really medicated. Oh, <laughs> you shit. medicated up in this bitch. Ain't no 10 milligrams. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm on, like, some... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very sensitive to medications. I know. Then I'm like, maybe it's like, maybe I should like go off of it, kind of, so you can have the high of going back on. But are the brain zaps worth it? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, going. I'm yeah. I'm too much of a pussy to ever go off of my meds. Like it would ha- it would take something really extreme for me to cha- even change my medication, yeah. just because I'm so like had bad experiences with going on and off meds. I just don't want to fuck around with it. Sometimes I think about all of that stuff, like, plus weed, plus alcohol, plus caffeine, like, all in my system, just, like, contradicting each other, just, like, making, like, who knows what's all happening in there. Like, I bet my... What's going on with my serotonin levels? I have no idea. Yeah, like, like I wonder The weed is bank robbing them, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't weed, like, deplete? I think weed is probably the least bad. But doesn't it deplete your... Well, so does alcohol, I think, too. I think alcohol's bad. Weed, I don't think, is that bad, but you have your three joints a day thing, so I don't know. <laughs> don't at me. Sorry. You're you're very powerfully medicated. No, but I have wondered what I would be like without all of... If I had just, like, was eight completely clean and was unmedicated for like mm-hmm. a month like I have never done that I know I'm so I like want to try it but I'm also like I couldn't I'm when? too weak yeah I'm way I would, too weak the thing is I would need to have like a totally different lifestyle mm-hmm. in place and like ready to go because you can't I would need to go to rehab you can't quit <laughs> something without replacing the habit exactly, like you have yeah. to have a plan for the habit where it's like okay if at this point in the day is when I'm bored and I smoke weed to get out of my own head, what am I going to do instead? Take a walk around the block? Like, yeah, no, I can, like, write that down on a piece of paper, but I'm not going to do it. If I gave up alcohol, I'm pretty sure I would fill it with food, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, So that's yeah, sort yeah. of my my rationalization with that. Yeah, food is where I go after weed, after alcohol. Same. It's that's like weed first, alcohol yeah. second, food last. Yeah, or I'm alcohol first, weed second, Sudafed third. <laughs> Sudafed is my new favorite drug. Yeah. Um, because I, I um got I don't have my Adderall prescription anymore because I was abusing it. Um, but I did remember I had a cold earlier this year and I took a Sudafed and it felt exactly like Adderall. <laughs> So the other night I was feeling a little desp. Um, I just really wanted to feel happy. And I wanted to feel excited. Um, I hadn't felt it in so long. So I went home after going to the Wi-Fi cafe with Nicola. Went home, popped Sudafed. I felt fucking amazing. I wrote like so much. I wrote, I probably just spit out like a thousand words just like sitting there. Um, Then I went out partied, blacked out, whatever. Where'd you go? None of your business. Oh. Uh, (laughs) So the next day I uh, opened, I forget where I found this. Some, I think it popped, either popped up on Twitter or I Googled Sudafed, but apparently our president, Donald Trump, is like a Sudafed addict. Um, And I've heard that he's an amphetamine addict, but maybe like because... That became harder in the White House. He just resorted to Sudafed. I don't know. Well, he has like um, special like international Sudafeds. Like they're different than the U.S. Oh, yeah. That's what it said. too. Like, but the U.S. ones are do just fine. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, Mr. I don't know. Fancy if this... Mr. International. <laughs> Mr. International Sudafed. The now international I know. Gemini in chief. <laughs> his Sudafed habit. Now I'm like, maybe I will travel. Like, maybe I'm into travel now. Yeah, I'll maybe, go to oh Paris. God, I'm just... not traveling. <laughs> I'll go to Paris and I'll just like go to the wine bar and I'll like drink some champagne and then I'll like stop at the Le Pharmacie or however yeah, you say it. Yeah, I'd buy some skincare products yeah and buy some foreign Sudafed and then go to the club oh yeah Sudafed I sorry I forgot the discotheque we yeah, yeah the discotheque oh my god I wish that I were someone who wanted to go to another city and go out at night like maybe with a billify I'll be that person yeah traveling is really hard that's my for biggest me. stress is that I'm like I have so little 
like social stamina at this mm-hmm. point. I'm like, I don't know if I can hack it. How mm-hmm. am I going to do it? That's why I have to travel with other like um, loner introverts, other oh, no. miserable brown haired writers. No, yeah, I've I've mostly traveled with my sister. I've done the most traveling with her, and she's she's a happy blonde. Uh, she's a happy tall Scandinavian looking blonde who's um, a party girl. So she always gets furious at me. She got so mad at me in Japan because I never wanted to go out any night because of like I was tired, I was jet lagged, I was just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And she would scream at me. Um, but I, sometimes she she's definitely given me some good memories by forcing me to yeah, go out. I know. God, complicated feelings with that, but it's not the time to explore. No ambition, Autumn. <laughs> um. Was there anything else about the article? Do you have any friends that you've had for life? Um, My oldest friend at this point is Nina, who I met in third grade. Oh. Trying to think. I mean, there's people I know from, like, kindergarten, like, that I've known, but I'm not as, like, close with them as I am with Nina or something. Well, third grade's really low. I think that's about when I met Abby in my childhood. But I think we met in fourth grade, but... I didn't like her at first. We didn't like each other and until Nina didn't seventh like grade. Me. Oh, really? We Why? Like, so I transferred schools because um, we just moved like a mile away and I was in a different school district. And so I was like making friends, whatever, third grade. And yeah, me and Nina like met. I don't think we like necessarily clicked or like any, like nothing really. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, I think in fourth grade, there was, like, science fair somehow. I think, like, all of our other friends were paired up, so she and I did this, like, science fair project. Um, I remember one of our conclusions. It was, like, so fake. We basically, we watered plants with, like, different kinds of liquids and saw how they grew. And I remember using, like, the juice. Like, we did a juice, and because it was sticky, the leaves, like, stuck on. So we, like, put in our conclusions that, like, juice was, like, okay. Because, oh. like... It helped keep the leaves stuck on, but that's only because it was, like, sugary and, like, sappy. <laughs> Wait, with other ones, did the leaves fall off? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> this is just, like, the weird, like, a side memory I, I have. I like that as a project because I do experiment at home with this. I put yeah. coffee on my plants, and I've read that coffee's good for them. Yeah, I do that, too, except... Um, then I honestly think one of mine got like dehydrated, like the soil got dehydrated. That can probably happen. Oh yeah. Also, like that's really cute because that's how Abby and I became friends. Was doing a science project no together way. in seventh oh, grade. Yeah, it was the Rube Goldberg. Did you guys do yeah. that? Well, probably, but yeah. It's like where you have to like do a bunch of steps to like complete I know, a task. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we we did not do well on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Nina and I got, but then we didn't really become friends until like seventh grade. I remember her outfit on the first day of seventh grade. It was, was this it? like wife beater from Old Navy that was like light blue and it had a foil, like a foil printed like silver, um, like large safety pin. Oh, cute. And then we became punk, so. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember uh, Limited 2 was pretty in at the time and Abby had these like limited two bell bottoms and I really wanted to I really wanted them and I was like where did you get them Mm. and I made my mom take me to limited two loved limited two yeah it's like yeah it was very I don't know how I don't know how it was so cool but it just was it wasn't cool but I don't know how I just had another memory of playing like on the block with like the kids and someone some girl who I think was like Maybe a cousin or like friend, like not a not a regular. Mm-hmm. And she, I remember she like, like stuffed like mud like under the back of my like t shirt. It was my limited two t shirt. I was just so fucking mad because she like fucked up my limited two t shirt. That is fucked up. And it was like prized possession. Yeah, I know. It was a what core wardrobe item. Why did she do that? I don't know. I think we were just like all fucking around. Like I don't think we were like. It's messed up. Yeah, too far. On their children. Um, should we move on to our next topic? Yeah, I forgot what our last one is. Well, I saw this um this Twitter. It's about the wastefulness of television because oh, yeah, yeah. John Early, this comedian I really like, went on this Twitter rant 
And he said, for the love of God, please stop making television in all caps with like 300 exclamation, I can never say that word, exclamation points. And he said, then he said, before you make a TV show, one, take a deep breath. Two, look within. (laughs) Ask thyself, what is the carbon footprint of my TV show? And like, obviously he's joking, but also like he's, it got a lot of response because like, why are there so many TV shows? I mean, (laughs) it's insane. It's crazy. And also, yeah, so I started, and I have thought about like how wasteful television is just sort of, because when you write a, like writing is a very low carbon foot has a low carbon yeah. footprint. Yeah, all you're I've doing is about. charging your laptop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need lights. You don't need a higher. We're not actors. even using paper anymore. No, we're not using Barely. paper. No, I don't use paper. Um, but like, yeah, a TV show and movies too. But there's more TV. You need, yeah, you need to hire the actors. You need the lights. You need the craft services. You need a lot of fuel. You need a lot of fuel. You need car and like all the action stuff with the car crashes and you need to build the sets. And it just seems like so much to do. And it's like, but it's not. And truth is stranger than fiction. So. Yeah, exactly. Like that's. Yeah. I actually watch reality TV for purely environmental reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's my new. That's That's going to be my new excuse. Um, Um, But I actually did do some research on the carbon footprint of TV. And. So, uh, so actually streaming is very, uh, not green just as a consumer. Um, what do you mean? Okay. So, uh, they, okay. So streaming services like Netflix, YouTube, and Amazon prime eat up customer data plans and require a lot of energy. And rarely does that energy come from renewable sources. Wow. Yeah. But then there's... Unrenewable streaming energy. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to keep streaming. So that I just sort of skipped over. Um, But actually making... Okay. So there's, on an average, 700 films and 500 TV series made a year. Um, They spend millions of dollars on everything from flights for actors. Oh, yeah. That's something we forgot. Flights. Food for crew teams, fuel for generators, and the electricity for the lights. Um, movies with a budget of $15 million typically produce the equivalent of around 4,000 metric tons of CO2, which is roughly the weight of a giant sequoia tree. They also use props, clothing, backdrops. Um, and once the productions are complete and the items are no longer needed, they generate large amounts of waste. I love this activism for you. Thank you. Um, I love it, that this is your cause. Yeah, this is my cause. I'm Except really into I do want to write for TV. So if anyone yeah. wants to hire me, I take it all back. Oh, yeah. But the other thing I found is that, like, uh, Hollywood's kind of on it. Like, they're actually making huge efforts to be more green. Wow. Fox being one of them. Wow. Fox being one of the main ones. Um, but Hollywood has been making an effort to reduce its a serious effort to reduce its carbon footprint, which like just for the point that I was trying to make, I was kind of annoyed to find that information because even though I think it's good, I just in terms of like rhetorically, I, I didn't want them to have put so much effort yeah. into it because it annoys me. The how... other thing is the mo- like the most sustainable thing is to not make the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Yeah, it's just still make, more sustainable than yeah, not okay. make the How show. How many shows are they making? Five hundred a year. Why don't you just make twenty a year? We don't need more than twenty shows a yeah, year. We really don't. Yeah, we just need to find like the twenty top psychographs in the United States. Yeah, the most common twenty denominators. Make a show for each, and yeah. let us all just you know scratch our itch. Five hundred TV shows a year is the type of thing that makes people depressed and anxious. It's too many choices. We are swimming in choices. It's too many choices. It's hard on your cabeza. It's bad for the environment. Um, but yeah, okay. The thing that that annoys me about it, though, before I read that Hollywood was making all these big efforts, Mm -hmm. is that Hollywood is like the biggest like hypocrite neo libs on the planet. Like they're always just like. Like giving speeches about the environment and oh, like it's like their the whole personality is unmatched. And I'm just like, if you really care so much about the environment, like why? Like you're making like, uh, I don't know, like, like Fast and the Furious, like twelve. Like yeah. why don't you just stop? Like <laughs> if you're so concerned about the environment, don't make Fast this and the how Furious I feel twelve. About, um, like sustainable fashion designers, where I'm like. Yeah, no, it's cool that you're 
you know, making these efforts or whatever, but it would be, it would be, but you're still doing this because you want to, like, it's still a selfish act. It's like you care yeah, about your creative thing. Yeah, it's better to not thing. have the clothing brand. Yeah, and it's better not to have the TV show, but, but. But, um, wait, so why does making clothes, why is making clothes so bad for the environment? Well, a lot of reasons, um, but a big one is waste and the amount of fuel that it takes to ship stuff around the world and also just like large amounts of waste and also like um labor like unfair labor practices around the world and i guess like sewing machines need electricity yeah (laughs) i don't know i'm like i never really think about how my clothes are made or even like the amount of water that's used like in the wash and dye process Yeah, second most pollutant industry after um, oil. You told me that fact, and then I repeated it at a party, and someone said that it was wrong. Well, they're wrong. You think? Everyone knows this. Everyone he, knows she, this. she said that's a. She said a lot of people say that, but that's wrong. Well, what did she? <laughs> what was her correction? She said it's like the seventh. I guess it depends on what. She said like uh, I forgot what she said. The other ones were. I guess it depends on what, like air travel's pretty bad. Yeah. I feel Which is how I justify my fear of flying. Yeah, I guess it would depend. I don't know. All statistics are weird because it depends on so much that happens before you get that number. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are the criteria? We don't all know. Yeah, I mean you could pretty much there's one thing I learned from law school, you can make any argument you want. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pick and choose. Yeah. There's always but the yeah, just control F your way through the internet and find what you need to make the argument. Get if you want um, if you want a statistic to come out a certain way, just fuck with your sample size, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fuck with your fuck with the group a little bit. Um, yeah, anything can be tweaked for I know. the results you want. And there's there are so many things where it's like like whatever percent of people in this clinical study found that like blah 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 but then you look at the study and it's like you looked at 14 people like that's not enough i know like, you yeah, looked at 14 you... people for three days like that's not enough Give and also all the science stuff it's like always with rats and i'm like well how do they know that like yeah the rats were like less depressed it's like first of all i'm gonna need a primer on what rats and i have in common right and secondly like rats can't talk. Like, how do you know what they, what was what yeah, was happening with what's them? What's the emotional like capacity of a rat? And yeah. what does it have to do with my emotional capacity? Is that how little you think of me? Big yeah. pharma. Yeah, big pharma thinks that I'm just a rat. Well, I am. This goes back to like earlier when I was saying that I don't believe in science, and that's exactly why, or one of the reasons, because I think it's very easy to skew studies in your favor, and who's Who's paying for studies? Yeah. Corporations. When we say science, I think, I guess I think of two, like you're thinking, you're thinking of like, I'm thinking of science as an industry. Yeah. 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 And I mean like gravity. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, I guess scientific laws is what I mean. Scientific laws of the universe. too. I mean, well, they don't change our understanding of them changes, but they don't change. Pre. Okay. Okay. Like gravity is a truly real thing. You know what I mean? In the way that like. I see what you're saying. Like, uh, like everything's a construct, but, like, gravity isn't. Speaking of gravity. Um, <laughs> Go. Every, have you, know, what is up with this, like, flat earther trend? Is there a resurgence of some kind? Yes. Really? Like, I see it everywhere. I've seen it a lot on the dating apps. I've seen it on Twitter. It's some what? kind of trend. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't know about that. No. Um. Yeah, I think it's just, like, I don't know conspiracy theory being a contrarian is that more in than it used to be i don't know yeah being contrarian is really in um you know i think it's sort of like we've our generation's like very like checked out and given up yeah yeah, yeah. what can we it just like i guess i have a lot of i guess i want to know more about the flat earth theory because first of all like it looks flat to me it looks flat to me (laughs) like so is the earth so is it a rectangle like does it have edges like how do you like i don't understand yeah like can you fall off the edge yeah 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 like how like if it's if it's 
flat? Like, yeah, what are the boundaries then? How does it fit what in space? What if it's space? a square? If it's not in space, where is it? It's it's an app on Elon Musk's computer. That we live in? Probably. Let, what Earth is he on? A flat one or a round one? He's not in on Earth. Earth yeah, is- flat. It's like, yeah, I guess I want to know. I guess I want to know a lot more about flat. I would love to learn more about it. I'm going to look around online. About the flat earther thing. Start looking. I Maybe it's, yeah, start looking when you're on the dating apps because you'll definitely see people who have that in their profile. That's wild. I have not noticed that. What do they say? Like Just like prove to me that the earth isn't flat. <laughs> maybe it is truly some meme we don't know about. Yeah, me. But then I, I, I like asked some people that I was hanging out with about it and they were like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a thing. So I, But maybe they were just lying because I feel like if it was a thing, you would know. I'm going to ask um, the member of my board of directors I'm seeing tonight. Yeah, definitely ask him because I think that he would if know. He he's knows, very online. He, yeah, he's really online. I think he'll be a good resource. The member of my board of directors. <laughs> I told him the other day, I was like, you're on my board of directors now. What does that mean? It's the it's all the minds that I keep around me to like weigh in. You're on my board of directors, <gasps> Andrew, Tiffany. You know what I mean? Oh, like cool. all my all the ones I consult. Uh, you shouldn't consult with me, but well, <laughs> it's kind of like that average of the five people that you like are around. Like you mm-hmm. are the average of those people or whatever. Um, yeah, you no. get your vibes from me, but not yeah. not facts. <laughs> We're well. Yeah, I think. Well, I could have a whole episode about why I think we're friends, but <laughs> you can say it. We only have been going for forty-one minutes. Oh my god, we have so much to cover. We've I mean, we done... have so much time. We yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what, what I'm else trying is to on our time. list that um we haven't that we put? I ha- I added a new section for like I'm future not... items. Okay, so this is what I do. This is why we keep having issues. Is because mm. you have the main manic episode planning doc. And once I once you that is set in stone, then I make my own document because I like to make a lot of notes. Yeah. So I don't look back at that. So oh. let me. Oh, I don't have that even open. See, I look at that and then I make the notes in my notes app, and then I delete them afterwards. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Wait. There's something. You said that reminded me. Oh yeah, from the um. From the How to Lose Friends and Alienate People or whatever article, uh-huh. The Art of Losing Friends and Alienating People. She said that there was a quote from some scientist or psychologist that people can't really have more than five friends. Yeah. It's too, it takes too much energy. Yeah. Do you feel like that's true? I mean, I feel like I've had to check myself in the last year and a half about how much energy like I have for other people. And it's truly not because I'm like, busy or like burdened really it's Mm -hmm. just that like I just have to be honest about like what I want to give to other people and I kind of realized that I was doing a bad job trying to be a friend to like x number of people and I kind of needed to just like only let myself like be a good friend to like a handful of people because I just wasn't doing a good job trying to be friends with a lot of people yeah that's normally why I ghost friends it's like nothing there's nothing I don't think that there's anything bad about them or that they did anything wrong with me. I or wrong or that they wronged me in any way. I'm just sort of like, I really don't have the energy for this. And I can't I'm not very good at like half assing it. I can go to parties with people and chat, mm-hmm. but um I wouldn't just like go to dinner with someone who wasn't my good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's easier for me to like chit chat at a party than it is to have like a long dinner with like an acquaintance who you realize you don't have that much to say to. I would never. Oh my god, that's <sighs> why I'm like, yeah, that's why I like don't want to go on any kind of date. I'm yeah. like, I used to have energy for that, but no, I used to be able to drink more, so I think that's yeah. more what it was. And just yeah, I mean, who is supposed to capture your attention? Exactly. I used to be a lot more um, easily impressed. Yeah, too, and now. Um, nothing impresses me. So, and that's probably my problem. And I'm probably projecting because I'm unimpressive. So I think everyone's unimpressive. Same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the point. But whatever. I did, like as we've said, what's happening? You know, 
beneath my consciousness is not my fucking issue. Yeah. All I know is what I perceive, and I perceive everyone to be unimpressive. So. Yeah. So there it is. End of story. There it is. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> we were my. Uh, I was discussing this like the idea of finding someone who you would be like interested in a long term way. And I also feel very like, yeah, who the fuck is it gonna be? <laughs> like, I feel like I need such a specific, like, such a very specific criteria that I feel like I used to stress about, like, why don't I have more like lasting connections with people? But now I'm just like, no, I'm looking for something really fucking specific. So it's not just gonna be like, oh, you have these three qualities. Like, we get along. It's cool. We're good to go. It's like, no, you got to be. That's why I've lightened up my whole attitude about dating. Well, I like when you said, I feel like this was a while ago, but I remember you saying at one point that you were just looking for, like, a three-year relationship. And I like that attitude because that feels very manageable. Like, like dating. And that's fine. I, 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 I like that I've had a lot of relationships. Three years is enough time to... Like, have at least one family Christmas. Go on at least one international vacation together. Yeah. Have a road. You can have all the highlights. Right. And then, yeah. When and have a really, learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. Meet a whole new group of people. Meet another family. Um, You know, have this deep connection. But, yeah, I, I have sort of let go of the idea that I'm going to have a life partner. Yeah. Um, And if I do I don't think I want to meet them until I'm like in my 40s yeah at yeah least. yeah I think about this too because I mean even if you meet someone in your 40s and we live till 100 that's so many decades yeah that's a long time yeah maybe I can even meet someone in my 60s but I would like to have some relationships before then yeah but they just don't have to be forever yeah yeah I'm looking for a handful of medium to long relationships in this life yeah I think it's good to have a lot of relationships, actually. You definitely... I was thinking about this and how, like, who I'm dating definitely, like, it kind of, like, it just pushes me towards a certain faction to, like, who I am. Like, if I'm dating someone who's, like, more into visual art, I'll find myself, like, more, like, For sure. expressing yeah. that part of myself. Or yeah. if I, like, date someone who's, like, more of a writer, like, I'll be, like, whatever. It's good, though. I like it because it's, like... It has me kind of like explore these different parts of myself through the influence of these people or being around these people. Yeah, like ultimately relationships just exist to get us in touch with foreign parts of ourselves. Yeah. Um, which is kind of depressing, but I don't think maybe so. not. I don't think so. Why? Because... It makes me think that like connection isn't real and that like really we just want to be in touch with ourselves and we need other people to help us access it which makes us fundamentally alone still well that's okay with i guess like being fundamentally alone i am at terms with yeah yeah Um, true i definitely don't have like i mean yeah i'm so lonely i haven't like overcome the like feeling of loneliness but yeah the idea that it's just me is fine yeah, and maybe they're not mutually exclusive. Like you can, there can be a degree of projection and sort of using someone to access a part of yourself that you like, and then there's also connection because maybe you're doing that for them as well, which yeah. is kind of beautiful. Yeah, you guys are using each other in the same way in a beautiful way. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, we were talking about that. That, but when people are like, "You're using me," I'm like, "Yeah, we're all using each yeah. other. Like everyone's oh. using everyone." We were talking. Wait, I were we talking about this about people who are like, "I like, I wish you would have, you wouldn't have like wasted, wasted my, my time." time so blah, blah, annoying. Blah. It's like, well, part of the process is finding out that I'm wasting my time. I wasn't <laughs> planning on wasting your time. I was right. planning on liking you, and now I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like if I had, known. and it turns out I don't like you. And also, like, isn't every? I mean, isn't like. We're all wasting time until we die. Yeah. Like, we're just trying to find something to do. I know. And it's like, it's not an assembly line. Like, if right. I had, if you hadn't spent three weeks hanging out with me, it's not like you, like, missed out on, like, your wife passed by. Right. You know I mean? Right. Like, you said no. Why more. did you, yeah, like, why did you stand in the way of me getting to my wife? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a very conservative sort of, like, yeah, complaint. It's like, okay. So your assumption is that, like, 
you had a deadline and I was like in you, you know, you're not going to, like, spend any yeah. time with someone who's, like, going to get in the way of that deadline. Yeah. But that's ultimately, like, that's even more depressing because it's like, okay, you're just trying to get the thing. Yeah. You're, you don't even care about who like, it is. Like, who it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was my... Oh. Oh, I want to talk so much shit, but um, this is, yeah, yeah, this is very <laughs> intimately familiar to me. It's just like, I don't know, I guess that's also a nice thing about dating other people is you realize, like, how much other people can see things differently than you. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's fun. Yeah. You, like, you think that, like, this is how things go. And like, mm-hmm. wow, I definitely don't. Like, that's weird to me. I've never been with anyone who... <laughs> wanted things to happen like xyz way or like expresses it in xyz way i don't know yeah sometimes it's annoying but sometimes you can meet someone with like a uh, refreshing inspiring worldview yeah or or even like i feel like even the bad stuff is like you are like okay that's gonna be something i don't like like i don't want to date someone who like i don't know as a vicious capitalist. Yeah, there's that. I would date a capitalist. Um, I mean, they all are. We yeah, all I mean, are. we all, I'm a capitalist. We all are. We're, you know, we can't get away from that. But yeah, I think I would, I could date a workaholic. I don't know. I need a lot of attention, though. That's my problem mm-hmm. with a workaholic. Um, I don't know if I've ever really, yeah, a workaholic wouldn't really work for me I need a lot of chatting unless I'm yeah. busy which I'm not I hope that changes but I don't see it changing <laughs> it's become kind of a long long standing thing here not being busy yeah yeah same it's been a while for me since I, I haven't been busy since like 2016 <laughs> honestly yeah I've had little spurts of being busy but for the most part yeah when people are like I don't have enough time I'm like all I have is time yeah like, I have so much time it's like not I wish sick. I could sell it I know well I guess that's doing work <laughs> <laughs> that's having a job we should end on that that's yeah. really good all right okay cool hire us yeah bye. thank you bye <laughs> <laughs> Thank, 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 thank